let's imagine this together you've invited your spiritual leader for lunch and you're sitting with him at the restaurant everything is set up restaurant is nice food is nice and then a known prostitute comes into the restaurant and goes straight for your pastor starts um putting on perfume on him starts massaging him starts kissing him you know not on the lips but kissing him just you know uh, maybe on the cheek appreciation and things like that imagine imagine that i can just imagine how upset you would be not only at the prostitute but also at the pastor to say why are you not pushing her away what kind of man are you well that's the story in luke chapter 7 from verse from verse 37 jesus is sitting with his disciples he is in in someone's house and they are hosting him and the bible there i love that it's specific it says then a woman who was a sinner came in and this woman comes he anoints jesus and then the next thing he's pouring she's she's pouring um the oil and then she's sitting on her on his feet she's crying she's kissing his feet we are talking about feet that is wearing sandals and has been walking on dusty roads imagine that okay that's how i read my word (laughs) that's how i read the bible because the feet are dirty and then this guy wears sandals and he walks for days so she's kissing the feet and then she's wiping um, the tears uh, on the feet with her hair and everyone is appalled they are just feeling like this is a prostitute we thought you were the son of god what is wrong with you and jesus tells them that listen this woman all the things that she's doing for me you guys didn't do them for me when i came here you didn't you didn't give me water for my feet you didn't anoint me with oil you didn't kiss me and this woman has been kissing me and i do not know how where and what made us to miss that about our walk our christian walk with with or our walk with god i don't know i don't know how we missed that in hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 he says come boldly to the throne of grace to receive mercy in the time of need meaning it's when you are not okay that you must come boldly to your father and say daddy i'm here and i remember that when i started when i start, when i committed my life to god i remember that i was the type of christian and still am to a large extent who just couldn't get it right you know the type who they will announce a fast in church and then you'll be then th- thinking uh i can't do daniel so i'm just gonna do one meal and the next thing you're eating all three meals and you're like oh what is wrong with you like you were supposed to just have three meals i mean you're supposed to have just one meal to substitute for daniel fast now you're eating and then you have to be on stage on saturday for on sunday sorry for whatever reason maybe a program directing and you you remember yourself i haven't prayed for like the past three days the last time i prayed was on monday and i used to feel so guilty until i discovered that no actually god says me the one that is not perfect 
am the very person who must come boldly into his throne because he will give me mercy. He will enable me. That's the God that we serve. God is not looking for perfection. God is looking to perfect us. And when I understood that, I started growing in my Christian walk because I would go to church and people would think, oh, she's probably shouting the loudest, praying the loudest, rolling on the floor uh, the most because she's got it. And they didn't know that, no, I'm actually doing that because I need God in my life. I need him. I can't seem to get it right. I just need him. And one time he's sitting, he's eating with tax collectors, which in the in Bible times were really cruel people because they used to tax people more than they should. Like they would tax them four times. Imagine paying tax four times. And they were just crooked people and he's sitting with them. And the, the, the Christians are confused. They are thinking, why are you sitting with with these people because they are known in community that they are bad and jesus says it's because it's the one that is not well that needs a doctor the one that is well does not need a daughter and those scriptures they liberated me because i felt like god is looking for me me the one who can't get it right the one who's already perfect who's praying when she should pray reading the word when she should read the word should continue but me the one who's not able to do to tick all the christian boxes you know to 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 just get it right i'm the one that should come boldly into the throne of grace and just come and say daddy here i am i i, I can't seem to get it right and he enables me that's what this is all about and when we read the bible we all know the story of the guy who took his inheritance and going and went and spent it on on prodigal living what maybe some of us might not know is that in jewish culture when you asked for your inheritance from your dad before him dying you were literally declaring him dead dead and the the law or the culture of the time was that when you want to come back you were supposed to be stoned to death now when you read the bible there you understand that the bible says that the father used to look he, he his eyes were fixated on the direction where his son the last time he saw him the direction in which he was last seen his eyes his eyes were fixated on that number one that talks of him longing for him to come back number two he was really just saying, hey, when you come back, my son, I want to be the first one to see you so that I can protect you. Imagine this guy took his took all his what he what belonged to him, his inheritance, and he went and he spent it on prodigal living. And number two, he declared his father dead because that's what it meant in the Jewish culture for you to ask for inheritance whilst your dad is still alive. It meant he was saying, Dad, you are dead to me. So this this father, when when his son came back, the Bible says that he ran to him. He he, he didn't want the the, the 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 community to get to his son before him. He wanted to run to him and embrace him and show them that you know what, this is my son. I don't want him to be killed. Number two, he threw a party for him and he restored him. And that's what 
this Christianity is about. That's what our walk with God is about. It's about us understanding that he's not looking for us to be perfect because he knows that we can't be perfect without him. He's looking for us to always run to him with our imperfections so that he can perfect them. That's the love of God for us, his children. Mm -hmm.